Uh, hi, everyone. Welcome to the Commentarians. Is this Prairie Home Companion? Husband Bulge is now a part of my permanent vocabulary. <laughs> I saw a squirrel. I am going to point out real quick, this to me is like the most disturbing scene in the entire movie. Stop listening right now and go watch Firefly. Hey, this is my podcast. I'm sorry, sorry, Joe. <laughs> we are saying that not only have we been wounded, we survived, and there's a God who heals of these wounds. Jesus isn't about the isms. Uh, he's about his kingdom. Because it is kind of like this idea that Jesus died for all of our sins, except when you had sex. And Jesus doesn't cover that. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this month's Coming Attractions. I'm Emily Dixon, and I'm here with Joe Zaragoza to talk over your movie or give you an idea of what movie we're going to be talking about. Hey, Joe, what's going on? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> it's going good. <laughs> been a while since i've been on so i'm a little rusty yeah it's well me too man it's uh, been a wild and crazy several months uh so this... getting back on board is a little rough yeah this year i think everybody's gonna have grace for us but you know you chose a scary year to talk about a scary movie yeah and I am not even sure I want to see this movie. So tell me a little bit about it and what we should expect from this month's movie. Well, I will say that it is the scariest movie uh, that I've ever seen. Uh, made all the more scary by the fact that it's not a regular like movie. It's a documentary. So okay. uh, everything that happened in the movie is like people's real experiences. And that's what makes it all the more terrifying. So um, the movie is called The Nightmare from 2015, directed by uh, Rodney Asher, and it is available on Amazon uh, Prime, so you can watch it for free there. And in essence, what it's about, it's about sleep paralysis disorder, uh, and it's an analysis about that experience that people have. Already giving me shivers because yeah. <laughs> I have had that experience and I can't imagine a movie discussing this. Really? So, because <laughs> from what I understand, it's different types. Is yours just the paralysis or is there a waking dreams? Uh, yeah, the waking dreams, the hallucinations, oh, the, the guy or whatever in the room uh, can't breathe, can't speak. Uh, yeah, all of that. Oh, and, boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, it's been years, years. And I have a solution for all this, but I won't talk about it because I have a feeling your guest is going to get into that. So, but tell us some more. <laughs> okay. So, in essence, uh, what sleep paralysis is, is well, let's, let me put it this way. Uh, you know, sleepwalking. Uh, there's mm -hmm. an experience what what people believe, scientists believe, is that when you fall asleep, your body paralyzes itself or does something mm -hmm. to your body so you can't move because, you know, if you, so that you don't live out your, you don't act out your dreams. So if you say, hey, <laughs> look, I'm dreaming about an apple, like I'm going to pluck it from the tree. You don't want to gouge your partner's eye out, you know, <laughs> in your sleep because you're dreaming about picking apples. So your body paralyzes itself so you can dream and you don't move. But, uh, and so, for example, you know, the problem with sleepwalking is just that. Your body doesn't stop itself and people act out their dreams and it becomes very dangerous for them. Sleep paralysis is the opposite where you par your body falls asleep, but you don't and you stay awake. And that yes. happened to me one time when I woke up and I couldn't move. 
and I didn't know what was happening. And it was just a few seconds, but it was terrifying. But it feels like forever. Yeah, it is terrifying. I could look. My eyes were moving, darting around the room. I just didn't know why I couldn't move, and it was terrifying. Now, (laughs) (laughs) what this movie explores is the step further from that in which people have dreams while they're in that state but they don't know that they're dreaming and mm-hmm. it's, it's a bit of a hallucination because their bodies fall asleep and they don't feel like they're asleep but they can look around their room and that's when things happen uh and yes. so it's almost like having a nightmare while you're paralyzed but you don't know you're asleep and mm-hmm. if that's not terrifying enough it's that every per- almost every person who has this happen to them have incredibly similar things happen. They see the same things. They see the same figures. And that's yes. what makes it, if it wasn't per- terrifying already, that extra step is what makes it that much more terrifying. And that- it's across cultures. Yes, exactly. <laughs> And it's gone back. I know we have like medieval and Renaissance paintings of this event. Right. So (laughs) it's something that humanity has known for a very, very long time. Yeah. And I'm sure the question comes up is whether this is a spiritual event, whether this is completely biological combination. Right. And so I'm curious to see how it's it's addressed in the movie or how y'all address it as you talk over the movie. Right, exactly. Which brings me to my guest this uh, this month will be Doug Overmeyer, who you spoke to uh, Mm -hmm. about about a year ago when he did the movie The Frighteners. Yes. And uh, he has a ministry and he's even started a podcast about supernatural things that, uh, you know, essentially ghosties and goblins and, you know, spookies, uh, but through a Mm -hmm. Christian perspective. Yes. And he's very well researched and he's very biblically grounded. And that's one of the reasons why I love talking to him so much. Right. Because he doesn't sensationalize it. Mm -hmm. He, He just says this is the kind of experience that people have had, kind of like sleep paralysis across the board. And these are things that people can share in common and how can we learn from each other? And so, yes, I, I'm excited because Doug always brings a good perspective to these things. See, that's that's what I find so great about him is that there are those Christians who talk about ghosties and goblins and supernatural stuff, but they're really kind of weird sounding, you know? It's, <laughs> right. It, it is super like kind of like you, it's, it, you can't relate to it because it's so you know, supernatural. It's so otherworldly the way that they talk about him. Mm-hmm. But Doug talks, no, let's sit down and let's truly explore an explanation through this, through a biblical perspective. Let's really Absolutely. try to figure it out. And that's what I find so fascinating about him is that he's not trying to trick you. He's not trying to, you know, make it like, you know, like, oh, it's all demons. It's all evil. It's all like, you know, by my, you know, by my yes <laughs> whatever he... but then at the same time he, he's not discounting that demons are a part of the equation exactly so exactly we it's a good balance and uh, for those who are not familiar with doug he has crc uh, ministry uh you can find it online he uh 
he's not a seer. He's not someone who sees in the spiritual realm. He's not someone who has these events. He actually started researching this because his daughter is a seer. And so he's had to piece all this together and been very careful in what he's brought into uh, his kind of worldview and what he presents. So he, he was doing it on behalf of someone he loved, not just to glorify himself. And I think that helps. Yeah, exactly. Because if we're Christians, we know that there is a very populated supernatural realm, otherworldly mm-hmm. realm. It's very populated, yes. and it's much more complicated and complex than we can ever imagine. And there are ghosties in the Bible. There mm-hmm. are people who see people who have passed on, sometimes figures that have never been around on Earth, but they appear to us, uh, or they appear to the people in the Bible, Yes. And so Christians who aren't, who are more supernatural, they're more, you know, uh, superstitious. They come up with their own explanations. I I, like you mentioned, I love that Doug actually does his research and he tries to Mm -hmm. let's really figure out how we can biblically look at these experiences because people are saying that they're having them. We can't just, you know, ignore them or Mm -hmm. pretend like they're crazy or go way off the deep end with it. Let's really try to figure it out. And, and empower people to actually take control over that side of their life as they submit to God. So they're, they're, that's the thing that comes out with his ministry is that you do have authority in this realm as a believer. And how do we help people? And so, yeah, everything you're saying is right on. I've, I've got to know Doug over the past couple of years. And I, I, he's one of the few people who speaks on this that I endorse like he's in the upper mm. 90s ah. and most of the time i'm like mm, just stay away from those folks they are nuts you know <laughs> right <laughs> so I, i'm not going to name names so but <laughs> yeah. so what what else do we need to know about the movie how are we going to plug into this and what what do we what should we be pre- prepared for okay aside from what you've already told us so uh, i will say that like i mentioned before this is the scariest movie that i have ever seen when I watched it the first time, I figured, oh, it's going to be a fun, scary movie. I'm, it's nighttime. I'm going to close those <laughs> shades, watch it. I watched the very first few minutes of it, and I turned it off, and I said, I'm going to have to see this in the daytime. So <laughs> there aren't any jump scares. There aren't any, you know, I think there might be one that's very minor, but there aren't. there isn't any gore. There isn't any super scary, like evil-looking things. It's all about people's experiences, and and there are reenactments. So, as you're watching it, the 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 director is actually reenacting a lot of what these people are telling. So it's a lot of people being interviewed, and as they're talking about their experiences, you see the reenactments, and it just the fact that they're talking about their experiences, their real what they went through. That is yeah. what's terrifying about it. What I like about Rodney Asher the director, is that he's not interested in um, in experts' opinions. So he doesn't talk to neurologists. He doesn't talk to sleep experts. He doesn't talk to spiritual people. He just talks to the people who are going through this. Because he, in his movies, uh, he did another movie about the movie The Shining and what other people's interpretations uh-huh. of it was. He, he didn't talk to, you know, he didn't go to Stanley Kubrick interviews. He didn't talk to film critics. He only talked to the people who have those interpretations and what they experienced when watching the movie. This is the same. Interesting. It's only about what you went through. 
because that's what he's interested in. And he's not saying, oh, yeah, these people are crazy or these people are telling the truth. He just wants to hear their points of view. And that is what's so great about this film because there are people who say, this is just a dream. It's just something that happens in my head. And he talks to Christians in this movie and how they dealt with it. So that's also, again, a really fascinating... The fact that this director would do that, which would not discount mm-hmm. one or the other, would take them both and listen to their perspective. And that's like what's that. really, really great about this film. Again, if you can handle it, then check it out. It is... Uh, it, and I will say that it didn't get very good reviews. Uh, and I, I'll, let me read this actually bad review <laughs> uh, from uh, from the UK Times. Uh, by uh, film critic Kevin Marr, which is probably what a lot of people's uh, problems with the movie was. Uh, he, He says, The Nightmare is an interesting, if ethically dubious documentary that purports to explore the disturbing phenomenon of sleep paralysis. However, it is really an exercise in shadowy styles, an ominous mood, and uh, conspicuous light uh, on any any nuts and bolts uh, exploration. Instead, the director, uh, Rodney Asher, intercuts the testimonies, sometimes moving, often uh, not, of eight sleep paralysis sufferers with horror movie-style recreations, and that's it. No scientists, no doctors, no neurologists, no hard analysis at all. Which, again, that's what I read with a lot of people's, you know, problems with the movie. So they did. He didn't make the movie that the critics wanted. It's basically what you're saying. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, gotcha. <laughs> and so a lot of people didn't like it because oh, they expected a horror movie, and it's just these people talking about their experiences. Film critics didn't like it because they didn't even like Room Two Three Seven because they wanted something you know more expert, you know, discussed. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't want that. He wants what do you think? What are you dealing with? You know, and and that's what I really, really like about this director. Well, and I think there's something to that, giving validity to people's stories. Even if you don't interpret their experience the same way, you at least have to acknowledge that people have experienced it and this is the way they perceive it. Right. And there's something honoring in that. And so that you might be convincing me to watch it, Joe. I don't know. But, you know, and that's one thing for those of us, for those listeners who uh, aren't familiar with our setup, that they can actually listen to the commentary without having to watch the movie. Right. So that's a good option for movies like this. Right. So that's not. Yeah. So uh, if uh, if there are any newcomers, uh, we will be watching the movie as we record. So but we try to discuss the movie in a way so that if you're not watching or if you've never seen the movie, you can listen. And it won't affect your, you know, how you experience it. Uh, we t- sometimes talk about what's going on on screen, but we describe it. Uh, it's more of a discussion between two people, and the movie is guiding the discussion. So that's what this podcast is about. I think that this is going to be a really great discussion on a topic that you know Christians don't often talk about. I don't know, other than Doug, who has discussed it on this right? podcast. It's not really discussed in any real kind of grounded way, you know, I'm, aside mm-hmm. from when I brought it up to, uh, you know, a pastor, he said, oh, they're demons. 
and that's (laughs) basically as opposed to like hey let's biblically see what's happening and because it might be i'm not saying it very well could be but you know let's really delve into it in a biblical point of view because it's it's worth discussing well and science and faith should work together and that's you know i won't start preaching on that but i think that's one of the reasons why a lot of people enjoy our discussions is because we we're open to seeing how these things fit together and it had the complexity the complexity with which god's created this earth and movies are a great way to do that so you gave us a negative review. Do we have any positive reviews on this movie? Uh, aside from mine that I just gushed <laughs> over, it, let me try to find a uh, uh, from the Guardian. Peter Bradshaw says Asher makes a persuasive case that it is the psycholo- the uh, sorry, the phys- physiological phenomenon of sleep paralysis that has created the nightmare tropes, not commonplace in art and literature. They are. Uh, they're, they are recognizable, diagnosable symptoms. So, you know, ju- as far as the movie goes, it is very terrifying. You know, it, <laughs> it may I give you think... nightmares. If you, so. And we've done scary movies in the past, but I don't think we've talked about one being this scary. So yeah. this is, and I just saw the trailer. And so, yes, uh, sleep paralysis, it's real. Uh, I, I've dealt with it off and on for, well, I dealt with it years ago. And uh, the idea of exploring it again, it's just like, no, no, I left that behind. <laughs> right. And anybody, anybody who's ever experienced it will tell you is the most terrifying thing that you can experience, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, short of anything, you know, actually real and this is real yeah. because it's happening to you. There, there's no distinguishing it from what might be happening any other time of the day. Yeah. So whether it's a dream or whether it's real supernatural occurrences, these people are experiencing it. Yes. And it's not fun. It is not okay. It's just, and they want out and they don't know how to deal with it. And you know that 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 needs yeah. to be taken seriously. Absolutely. Well, is there anything else we should add before our audience? No, I think we're good. I think that uh, I think we terrified our audience enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to this episode. Uh, even if I don't watch the movie, I'm going to be listening into the podcast because I, I want to hear what y'all have to say. Yeah. All right. So uh, anyways, uh, let's uh, do some of the uh, social media stuff. Uh, still out there? Uh, what's that? Uh, go ahead. Oh. I- <laughs> yeah, uh, we're on Twitter at the comments pod. I'm trying to get the commentarians, but Twitter will not let me have it. <laughs> and we're on weird. Uh, yeah, we're on uh, Instagram at commentarians pod. We're on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash the commentarians. We got that one. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I guess you can email us at the comments pod. We're available to stream online at Raven Creek SC. Uh, dot com is it yes it dot, is. dot com slash the commentarians so find us there and uh yeah find us on instagram uh i'm sorry find us on uh itunes or wherever <laughs> you find podcasts absolutely we'll be there and hopefully we'll have some more movies coming up for you soon yeah i i, I should mention to the audience and to you as well that uh, i'm going to be uh, taking a more active role in the commentarians because 
Uh, I got married. I'm now settled in. I'm now working in the daytime, so I have a lot more evenings off, which gives me more time to record. Uh, I stopped doing my other podcast. Uh, sadly, it had to come to an end, but that means I could focus on this podcast solely from now on. So I will be seeing you guys a lot more. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun because I, I, I so love doing this podcast. Well, and selfishly, I'm thrilled because this means that we're going to get to do more stuff together. So yeah. I know that Nathan and I really enjoy that. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, hopefully a lot less skipped months. So <laughs> you guys are going to have a lot more to look forward to. You know, it's 2020. A lot of grace for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All well. right. Well, <laughs> continue. Lead us out, Joe. All right. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you next time at the movies. Bye. Bye. <laughs> we got there. All right. <laughs> You've been listening to the Commentarians Podcast, a Raven Creek Social Club production. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you like what you heard, please leave us a review on iTunes. If you'd like to support our show, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash thecommentarians. Thank you for listening, and until next time, remember, movies are a reflection of our lives and of other people's lives, and we get to experience them together. Come back to the movies with us. We love sharing them with you.